Welcome to Astrology Today, coming to you live from the beautiful Sunshine Coast and the Kathat region, which is situated on the traditional lands of the Klohomin Nation. And for everybody else, it's known as Powell River. Um, anyway, I will be your host. I am an astrologer. My name is Maureen Reed, and I have my co-host with me, Jill, from sunny Victoria. Hi, Jill. Hello. Hello. Yes, so this is not quite live because we are taping this in lieu of the fact that I'm actually going down to Victoria for uh, family reasons. And so this episode is 123, which will air on the 26th of February. Yes. Um, and so we're doing like we always do every month. We're looking ahead at um, what to expect through the month of March. And I, I have this feeling as she hits the start button, <laughs> there's always something. I, I swear. <laughs> I love being human. It's just so good. Um, I think I know I've been surprised by the month of February because I really didn't think other than um, but like you were saying before we started the full moon it oh, yeah. was kind of a doozy yeah yeah yeah, yeah. no I think, you know I think it uh, there's been enough going on and especially as as we are approaching the Pluto return for the U.S. and yeah Saturn's been squaring that Saturn Pluto opposition in Canada's chart so yeah there's you know, if you're looking at those specific instances of what yeah. locations, then it, yeah, it, yeah. Brings, it brings it out. It does. This month coming up, though, March does have its fair share of um, some specific challenges. And uh, so let me just bring up the chart for the new moon um, and just sort of describe for those who are listening. Um, and if you want to follow along, if it's a live show or if you're just going to the website and listening to this, the charts are up on uh, my website, www cardinalastrology.ca and so uh the new moon is set for the second but the planets are pretty much the big outer ones anyway are where they're going to be so we've got pluto right there at the end of capricorn of course going to be uh conjoining uh, the u.s pluto uh we've got mercury has left capricorn and is going through aquarius um and we've got this lovely pile up in pisces um, we've got Chiron in Aries with Eris, and uh, last but not least are the nodal axis and Uranus in uh, Taurus. And so this is a really tight bundle. And um, yeah, so for, especially for folks that are born um, during, you know, these first couple of months of 2022, this type of bundle will be reflected in your solar revolution chart and will indicate uh, quite a focused year for a lot of those folks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, themes will, there'll be not many themes, but what themes there are, they will be quite intense. Well, and anybody with planets in the end of Capricorn, the, you know, the, yep. that section of Aquarius and that section of Pisces. Yes. Yeah. You're going to notice what's going on in March. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. Okay. So we start the beginning of the month, actually, uh, which will be, of course, two days before this uh, new moon with the sun sextile Uranus. And that's literally on March the 1st. I have 
a relative who has her birthday on that day. And um, I look at that as sort of the energy to break out. Um, yeah, so if you need to be conservative and look like you're towing the party line, stay home that day. Because <laughs> again, yeah. the sextile to Uranus is not really going to play that well. <laughs> I think the Iranian energy is building. <coughs> Because the nodes have moved in, and oh this, yeah, this node in Taurus is they're moved. It's moving towards Uranus as Uranus moves towards it. So you know that's that's a powerful thing. Yeah. So people that will experience the eclipses this year strongly will be you know obviously Scorpio Taurus, um, which I'm going to try to completely ignore in my life, uh, <laughs> and those that are Leo Aquarius. Um, because the nodes are going to be, you know, kind of handshaking with the big Saturn Uranus square. Yes. Darn, darn, darn. So then with this new moon, um, we have obviously Mercury conjunct Saturn just prior to the actual new moon. And the new moon shows us that, you know, we've got uh, moon, sun, Jupiter, and Neptune all in Pisces. And so for the actual day itself, which is a Wednesday, it's too bad it wasn't a Sunday or something. But it's for a lot of people, it's just going to be a really nice day. Yeah. Well, I, I think so. I think also, like, more generally speaking, there's going to be like a flood of information. <laughs> ah, but and it's the kind of information that um, um, has a stop in it you know um well jupiter wants truths and justice yeah. but i'm thinking more of the mercury saturn oh, yeah. that has a stop the word stop involved in it um and like you were saying the themes with the jupiter so strong in pisces saturn in its own sign of individuality um yeah but i think also the mercury saturn is about accountability with saturn being yes yeah yeah yep. stop Mercury, and count it up mercury's saying you know time to be accountable and jupiter's saying time to get all this truth <laughs> lots of truth because it's it's in Pisces. there's oceans of it <laughs> yes yes um okay so let's see now um and so it, what and came to my mind is the fist in the glove kind of thing because the Piscean side um, can be, you know, sort of all flowers and happiness, but Saturn Mercury is not, it's more the fist in the glove kind of phenomenon. Well, and so. also, you know, that that uh, new moon is sextiling Uranus. So yes, that's going to, you know, whatever does come out may shake people up a bit. Yeah. And then of course we can't forget that Mars is conjunct Pluto. <laughs> Oh, absolutely so this is, itself would be enough for the march march I think. yes exactly that is um, mars, mars rules the month of march exactly it's his month that is true um and so mars pluto i consider yeah. it uh the big stick in the park um so this is uh, the war god Mars or assertiveness or aggression or et cetera, et cetera. And it now has passed Venus. And so um, it being the first one to strike back with Pluto, 
um, it's going to favor more the side of um, aggression rather than Venus, which would have been maybe closer to being more peaceful. So this yeah. could, yeah, this could be the initiation of actual action. Um, and of course, there's areas of the world where, you know, people are like frantic about whether war is yeah, going to happen or not. Emphasizing Saturnian yeah. peace with Mercury, it's, it's it, because Saturn rules Capricorn, it's, yep. it's bringing up all, all that corporate stuff, all the accountability of those who are in power, which mm -hmm. is uh, So yeah, I think it's, there's a lot going on with that. And yep. Mars, Mars isn't going to hedge about it. It's going straight. No, no, exactly. And so I would think by the end of March, you know, the whole Ukraine thing will probably have become decisive in which way it's going to go, whether, you know, or not Russia backs off or whether they actually go for it. The yes. other thing you've got there with this new moon is that the new moon is actually semi-squaring Pluto. Yes. Yes, it is. And Mars. Yeah. So again, it's like... That adds the tension. Throwing a little more light on that and saying... Yeah. Yes. So peace or war. Cycle and we're starting it with off with a bang here. Yeah. yeah. So the actual conjunction with Venus happens the next day. And Mars, of course, um, because by this point, Venus is starting to pick up her pace. And so we have that complete co-presence. So all three of them together. Mm -hmm. um, and um, yeah, any um, military... You know, being that close to the new moon, it's part of. Yeah, it's the, setting the stage for the rest of the month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so everybody try to remain calm. <laughs> Go or, with the flow, with, <laughs> as Pisces would say. Um, you know, do some meditation and visualization. Yeah, yeah. Happen because now is the time. Yep, now is the time. So March 5th sees the sun, of course, she moves along um, at approximately a degree per day. So she catches up to that Jupiter, which of course is in its own home turf. Um, and so the fifth, that, that would be, that would be on the weekend. Mm -hmm. And um, so opportunity, optimism, married with a fresh take, because on that same day, both Venus and Mars leave Capricorn behind and head into Aquarius. And mm -hmm. so there is going to be a definite shift in um, who's, who's having the focus. So the focus will be on the other side of the coin. We've got Capricorn, which is the old, the established Aquarius, which is the new. Um, and so the focus will leave the old behind and be more focused on, um, I would hope, future-oriented solutions. Oh, and values and all that. And val yeah, yeah. I, I, and I think, you know, it's really, it, even though Uranus and Saturn are not in a close square anymore, that kind of brings back the the energy of the square. Yes, yes, that too. Because they're not finished. <laughs> yeah, oh no, they're not. Okay, so this starts to put, for a few days, um, actually only until March the 9th, uh, we've got, now we'll have four planets in Aquarius, which is, uh, you know, it's not the solid um, 
earthiness of Capricorn, but it's the intellectual air of Aquarius. And of course, this also with that ingress, we have um, that original Jupiter-Saturn um, conjunction, which happened at the uh, winter solstice of 2020. Yeah. That point gets triggered again. And again, trying to drag us into the future of Aquarius and leave the the uh, Piscean age behind. Yeah. Well, Aquarius has to do with humanity and community and groups, right? I mean, mm -hmm. Exactly. About the, you know, the collective, what, what, yeah, what's going yeah. on in terms of. Yeah. How are we going to move forward and leave the past behind? Yeah. Big questions. Yes. Big questions. Okay. Then, so, you know, the mind has this brief moment of clarity until the ninth, and then it dives headlong into fog. And my question here is, um, I mean, obviously this happens, you know, every year, but I've never really paid much attention to whether it actually has a personal impact, but no. is Mercury going through Pisces like a Mercury retrograde for those of us who might have, you know, air sign Mercuries or fire sign Mercuries? I don't, I don't. You don't I, think so. Okay. So. The fact that Mercury in Pisces is not only debilitated, but it's in its fall. <laughs> Possibly if it's actually, you know, aspecting one of those, but that's a brief aspect. because That's true, because he's moving quite quickly. But speaking of moments of clarity, I think Mercury conjunct Saturn is, is about clarity. Oh, totally. But see. Especially, especially in Aquarius. It's like, let's yeah. get crystal clear here, especially yes. Uranus in the picture there. It's like, yep. yeah. But then on March 9th, Mercury dives into the Piscean stream of consciousness. Mm -hmm. um, and he's there till the 27th of March. And so um, you want to be sure if you're doing anything contractual, which uh, Mercury is the messenger of that kind of thing, communication and contracts and stuff. To, also going to pass over the points where the new moon and yeah. Jupiter and Neptune are so again it's kind of triggering the energy of this new moon as it does that yes exactly exactly so you you want to be sure that you're clear <laughs> I think is what I'm trying to say <laughs> because I know sometimes with people that are born with Mercury uh in Pisces um their stream of consciousness and some of our you know other ways of perceiving i think it's they a don't always line up <laughs> no but i think it's a different kind of clarity it's oh it is it is it's an intuitive clarity you can't necessarily yeah. explain how you know something you just yes. you feel it you sense it and yeah i think there can you know in some ways it can be really really helpful in yes some of that intuitive um, mind out because a lot of us are too locked into a cerebral I got exactly exactly and it's we'd, we'd be much better off if we went with our intuitive first thought yes very good point very good point. Uh, to our, it's just hard I think for them to articulate so yes yes that, you know it's not that they don't have a clear sense of yeah. things it's that it's a hard thing to articulate because 
when, well, water signs in general, but particularly Pisces, they don't have a voice. They're, they're, represented, and, they're represented by creatures that have no voice. That is true. That is true. Right. So, um, and their voice is a fluid voice. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's yeah. intuitive. So it's, it's yeah. a different way of processing information. So yeah. living in a world that values the intellect or more yeah. the intuition, uh, that's not how, that's hard for them, but doesn't mean they're on the wrong track. We probably are more so than them because that is right. Yes. They're picking up on a lot more information than we are able to process in our linear thinking. That is true. That is very true. So take that all what we've just said and yeah. Um, if your gut is saying no and Listen. all those rational people out there are saying yes, yes, you want to go with your gut. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's yeah. time when Mercury's in Pisces, it's time to pay attention to the intuitive voice. We, we yes. all have that. It's just that we tend to, it gets drowned out so often. So, um, and with Jupiter and, and Neptune nearing a conjunction in there, I think it's going to get, it'll be an easier time to be doing that. Exactly. And so one of those easier times is March the 13th, and that is when the sun catches up to Neptune. Mm -hmm. um, so blissed out is totally a part of it, but it's also um, physically weakening for a day, you know, so you don't want to be running the Boston Marathon on March the 13th, which I have no idea when the Boston Marathon runs, but um, yeah. Yeah, it's your energies are more inward, which is Pisces. yes, so yeah, exactly. It's, it's the time to really get focused on the on the what the inner process and and your intuition and also yeah the the visualizing mm -hmm. the big vision. Exactly. You could do this big vision. Yes. So on March the seventeenth, we have Mercury sextile Uranus, and my sense of this was. Um, this could be a major hack, a day in which, because, you know, we've got Mercury in Pisces, it's sextiling that Uranus, and um, a disruption to um, all those linear lines of communication um, could very well happen, or it could be just sunspots, right? <laughs> you know, or, sun flares yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Uranus, it can be sudden, sudden flashes of insight, too. Yes, yes, yes. No, it's an awakening. I mean, Uranus is the great awakener. It is. It so, is. And this is a time for all of that to be happening. It is. Okay, so next up, we have our full moon. And let me just bring up the chart of that. So I have it in. Let me see now. Can I find it? You just there it is. I did, but I wanted it in to come up on the, you know, on YouTube with the simpler okay. version of it. Yes. So here we have it. It is, guess what? It's at 27 degrees of Virgo. And what does that do? It makes a really healthy trine to Pluto. Yay. <laughs> and I think this is like the seventh full moon in a row that's at 27 degrees of a sign. Yes. Yeah. Really interesting because there it is. Yeah. Really and because it's a 27, which, which is where the US Pluto is. Yeah. It's kind of like pinging on that every single time from some yes. angle. 
exactly. Okay, so and it's also connected to um, uh, the nodal axis. The nodal axis is now uh, crossing the 25th degree of um, Scorpio Taurus. And so there's a, a sextile happening there. Um, and so how does this so a full moon, of course, is taking into its sights what we've set in motion since the beginning of the month. And it's asking what's not perfect. This is Virgo. Um, does this serve? Like, is what you're doing and, you know, from yeah, whoever is. Yeah, it's like, and, and there must be, in order for things to stay on the track that you want them to be on, with that strong connection to Pluto, of course, there will be a release of the past slash purge to move to completion at the end of the month. Yeah, and, and the full moon is always a time of, um, it, like it's when the moon is brightest, it's shining very bright uh -huh. on, yes. any, on all that energy that's opposing it. So you've got all that energy in Pisces. Yeah. And particularly, you know, sun's not that far past Neptune. So no, it's not. Yeah, and it's bringing the, whatever that big vision, you know, you've had. Uh -huh. You're wanting to bring it forward and really, you know, get a get clarity on it and yeah, see it in in a strong light. Yes. Yeah. And of course, what that light is shining on could very easily, if one is not really paying attention and has disappeared into the fog of oblivion or not wanting to deal with what's happening out there in the world. Um, mm. Yeah. So that, it will that, highlight that sort of avoidance as that well. Is, that is always the, 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 the negative face of both Neptune and Pisces is, yeah. is a desire to escape, avoid. Um, that's, you know, why it's associated with addictions. And, you know, because that's the desire to not yeah. know, look at what's painful, you know. Yeah. Rather than embracing the intuitive oneness that yeah. um, that it can give you, yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Because you know, it's not a bad sign. It's just no. like every other sign that it has its positive and its negative. That's true. That's true. Okay, so the day after, because we can notice here that uh, you know, obviously, this Mars Venus, which are hanging still out together, they're inching their way closer to Saturn. But who do they catch up to first? Uranus. And the first one to do that on the nineteenth is Venus, severing ties or coming out in a shocking way. Yeah, that could be very interesting. And I think there's going to be a few shocks and. In revelations and uh -huh. yes. coming out, you know because you know got you've got mercury very close to jupiter there too so yes yeah this is yeah yeah, yeah. this is <laughs> <laughs> yeah this month isn't going to be quiet at all and and uh, you know i'm thinking people in ottawa right now are going oh okay so this should be going one way or the other <laughs> Okay, so the spring equinox, and let's just look at it from the point of view of a ritual chart, okay, because I know I've done rituals on the spring equinox to herald the start of uh, a new growing season here in the northern hemisphere. Interesting to see how close the moon is to an actual inconjunct there. I mean, exactly, exactly. Minutes, minutes. minutes like literally minutes. It's at... Uh, um, you know, it's in Libra. So it's, of course, just past that full moon. 
Um, and um, yeah, it's at 29 degrees, it's 54 minutes. minutes. It's six minutes away from Scorpio, which will make it perfect in conjunct with the sun. So really, yeah. Yeah, and that and it, does moves quickly so you know <laughs> yeah moving on <laughs> so you want to be kind of probably pretty clear about your setting of intentions and this is actually the chart that uh mon you know astrologers that study mundane um charts will they'll bounce this chart set for the and i've set this for ottawa too uh with the country charts um because it supposedly can give an indication of what the year ahead will be like for a given country and well, so yeah we've got this again we've got this still continuing compression but um, look at look at the moon squaring pluto you've got yeah. and and mars and venus both squaring uranus Yes, so yeah. they're very, bracketing it. Yeah, exactly. Those are, you know, Uranus and Pluto are outer planets. They're heavyweights. Yes. And at the same time, you've got Jupiter and Mercury approaching <laughs> Neptune, which is the other outer planet. So that's, yeah. Yeah, this is a pretty powerful chart, we're, actually. We need to look beyond the, the mundane in some ways, because these are outer planets. These are going beyond the personal to the transpersonal to, you know, the mm -hmm. whole collective of what's going on yeah so in your ritual um know that the uh, download is or the gateway or the door to the transpersonal or to the um spiritual realities um it's going to be pretty darn wide open you've got mercury just about doing the exact conjunction to jupiter and jupiter's not that far off from neptune um that you've got um you know future oriented uh mars venus saturn in aquarius um and like jill said it's it's making it possible to trigger um transformation uh or um not so much transformation as just wake up wake up wake up from uranus <laughs> Well, the awakening that the moon is, you know, squaring Pluto as well. So it is, it's both. It's awakening. It is both. Yes, you're right. It is both. Yeah. The awakening and the need for transformation, having a big vision in order to know yeah. what, how you want that transformation to go and what you want yeah. to be creating in the new. So yeah. be really clear in your ritual. Because <laughs> this is a powerful energy. This yeah. is a very powerful uh, um spring equinox yeah. it is it is okay so um march the 20th uh, later this day actually is when we have uh mercury is traveling very fast so it does by the end of the day catch up to mercury jupiter and by the way um this has a reasonable nice time for um a um, ritual and it goes exact at 11 35 a.m for the start of spring right. well yeah. the other thing the other thing about that you know the the equinox and all the other cardinal points like the, mm -hmm. you know the equinoxes and the solstices the zero degrees is like the world axis yes yeah and so this is you know this is about the world itself yeah yeah, yeah. that's you know. yeah yeah, very important. 
Um, okay, so then just literally two days later, we have uh, Mars actually reaches its square to Uranus, and that can be incredibly explosive energy. Yeah, so you might not want to be... If you're um, not yet, you, <laughs> you don't want to be in a fight that day unless yeah. you know you're going to win. <laughs> but also, if you're not awake yet, that's going to wake you up. Yeah, yeah. If you have anything at fixed signs that are around, uh, you know, between 10 and 13 degrees of fixed signs, um, yeah, that day will be <laughs> one, see. two. Do I, do I know anybody? <laughs> yeah, exactly. March, and that's a Tuesday. No, it's not a Tuesday. That's February. Let me see. Oh, it is a Tuesday as well. Yeah, that's, it's that's, a Tuesday. Yeah. So it could happen at work. Could be awkward. Uranus <laughs> is exactly on my sun thing, or squaring my sun. Okay, so no going where there's toboggans running. Yes, exactly. Yeah, you might want to just bubble wrap yourself that day. <laughs> Sorry, honey. That's okay. That's yeah. okay. Is yeah. Mars and Venus are hanging out over my yeah my sun and yeah 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 but yeah I, yeah. I, yeah. I know with. Uh, you know, that Saturn Uranus square for months. So. <laughs> <laughs> ah, jump change. No sweat. You're all over that. Yeah. Okay. On March the 23rd, we have Mercury conjunct Neptune. So um, faith and gut instinct, uh, a spiritually inspired day. Um, if you're dealing with linear thinking scenarios, take a pass for yeah. the day. Yeah, yeah. It, it is yeah. not a linear thinking day at all. No. It's more plugging in on a spiritual level. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I think all of that Mercury, Jupiter, Neptune that's going on there is just, you know, getting in touch with, um, yeah, your spiritual vision. Of, yeah. You yeah. know, what... What, so if you're doing a card oh, spread or if you're seeing a psychic or any of those kinds of things, it's likely to be like over the top that day. And also um, your belief system, your, your spiritual belief. Yeah. What, yeah. Is, what is my core belief here? What yeah. do I and do you actually want God or the goddess to talk to you? Because if you do, this would be a day to Absolutely. ring that bell, dial that phone, however you do that. Yeah. Just open up to it That's yeah exactly the channels will be, be wide open <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah and, and and also just being being mindful that you would be susceptible to feeling very overwhelmed so yes yeah to do a little personal retreat and yeah not that, yeah, that's what I've been saying to people who have um, lots of Piscean circuitry is to for um, and uh, again, also in April uh, to have places where you can comfortably take in the download that's available. Yeah, yeah because the, yeah. Again, Pisces is a very sensitive sign. Uh -huh. You're, it's like your nerve endings are on the outside instead of the inside kind of thing. And you're just picking up everything. And that can yeah. easily be overwhelming. So yes, yes. Very good point. Yeah. That, I think is important. Okay. So moving along, uh, the next aspect that we have is March 26th. We have Mercury sextile that Pluto, which has now come up to 28 degrees. The righteous shall speak. 
<laughs> that's one way you could put it. Um, and so this could also be just the planet speaking to us or uh, the cosmos speaking to us, because of course this Mercury is coming to the end of Pisces. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that could be kind of interesting, that one. Yeah, we could have contact, which I've often thought, I mean, my little vision of, um, you know, aliens in the universe that we would be on um, a poster in a travel store that said, you know, drive by is the only thing that's recommended. Do not consort with, <laughs> with the inhabitants of this particular planet because they could be confused. Well, I think but, Mercury sextile Pluto wants you to go very deep. Yes, but from Neptune, so <laughs> yeah. But it's past Neptune and it's actually sextiling Pluto, which is, you know, taking that to just another level. Well, yeah, exactly. And so how many people could actually field that, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, but, I'm just saying it could be hey. alien contact, you know, from deep space, Pluto. <laughs> or from deep within. And, and that can be the other thing. You can have old stuff come, come up. Yes, yes. Yeah to be released, old thoughts, old ideas, old beliefs. That's not serving me anymore. Yes. And it, with the sextile to Pluto, it might be easier to release it during that time. Good point. Very it's good point. Purging, you know, yeah. so like what, what, what have you been filling your mind with, which is <laughs> helpful. Yes. Okay, on the 27th, the fog lifts or the channel shuts down and we are off and running. Mercury hits Aries. And anybody that hasn't been saying what they need to say, blurting, unfortunately, will be on for a while. And, um, you know, so make sure that in communication, um, that there's a little thought goes into it because <laughs> Aries and Mercury, um, you can say things and then instantly regret what you've just said. It's possible. Well, especially coming off that Mars squaring Uranus. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. And following up the very next day, Venus conjoins Saturn. So nice. if you have not been setting good boundaries, have not been um uh you know allowing yourself the freedom to be exactly who you are um with that mercury newly minted in aries um you're likely to like be really clear now yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think that venus saturn is about authenticity and yes yeah and yeah and, and again accountability you know yeah you are accountable for yourself. You're not accountable for anybody else, but you're accountable for yourself. So yes. Yeah. And what yeah. your values are again, getting clear on that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then we hit the end of the month and like was previously said, is this it? No, is this it? Yes. There we go. We have a possible second new moon on the 31st or the 1st. Depending yeah. on um, either have yeah. two new moons in March, like if you live in this particular location on the yeah. West Coast, and otherwise we have two new moons in April. <laughs> yes, exactly. So that's based on your time zone. <laughs> yeah, 
yeah exactly so in british columbia it's uh, it's you know yeah like it's what um 36 minutes before the you know the first of april yeah. april fool's day yeah um and it's got mercury right there so it's also conjunct chiron um and so speaking from a uh, righteous fiery sword in hand because i have a wound you want to avoid that that's not necessarily the tone you want to set for april um no but it can be a good time for healing old wounds yes yeah yeah that's for what chiron is about and you know taking action to you know to do something or contemplate or yeah you know that to help bring clarity or whatever yeah well there's a freshness i mean always when i think of uh the month that aries is out and about is the the vision that always comes to me is watching old cows cavort in fields and they do in the spring oh, yeah oh. it's just you know like you're an old cow you you've given birth to like 10 other calves and look at you you're just acting like you're like a puppy again or something well, yeah, yeah. I mean, even though the circle has no beginning or end we do see pisces as the end of cycle and aries is the beginning so yeah there's a freshness there's a that's yep. quite you know in the northern hemisphere everything is coming out new you got the fresh green of all the plants that's yeah vibrant vibrant green yeah so if we add that to healing then it's like the disappearing of scars right it's yeah, yeah it's like maximum healing is available yeah and probably you know doing something active would be helpful oh yes 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 now as a bit of a kind of an interesting hiccup in this we do have and i did look this up um in this chart we also have mars saturn venus in that order and saturn is at the midpoint of yeah. mars venus yeah, yeah in this chart and so there is a you know you've got the uh initiating force of mars although it's in aquarius that sextiles energetically with the aries that it rules um the it's venus also, yeah it's also squaring that uh, nodal axis yes yes and so again it's it's past and future it's what you know what do yeah. we need behind what have we you know taking accountability responsibility yep. for actions and <laughs> yeah and, and with that saturn like you say accountability and you want to define um the freedom the uh, your sense of individuation of you know how you want to energetically move forward in the world that is uniquely you especially with the aries energy because that's yeah it's about me. What do I want? What do I want? Yeah. <laughs> yeah so getting clear on that is good. You know, yeah. that Mercury conjunct that that new moon. That can be good for getting clarity on what what is it that I do want? And that's not yeah. a you know a new car or any of that kind of stuff. But what do I deeply want? You know, what, yes. Yeah. yeah. And then hovering in the background um, is Jupiter swiftly catching up to Neptune, which, yeah, which is, um, again, emphasis on major download for those who are spiritually inclined. Um, and, um, uh, I'm hoping that by this point in time, we can see, um, 
a way forward for society that um, is leaving what we need to leave in the past. Well, and yeah. is sextile to the the uh, new moon or the yeah. sorry nodal axis? No, nodal axis, yeah, to the nodal axis, exactly. Yeah. the nodal axis. So again, yeah. it's it's I know what I need to leave behind, and you know I think I'm clear on where I'm going. Jupiter likes to look at the future. It does. It does. Oh, where am I going? And <laughs> you know, it's a Turian North Node. It's about values. It's about what do I value? What do I want to build here? Yeah, exactly. Okay. okay, so we do have time. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to stop this share for a second. And yes, I know I'm on the radio. Um, and so what I want to do is because, you know, Canada, which <laughs> normally does not make the news, we are <laughs> in the news. Very much so. <laughs> and uh, so I'm just going to pull up uh, the chart, the mundane chart that uh, that we can use for Canada. And um, I've also looked at uh, the transits for um, uh, the last little while. And so I'm just going to rattle those off to begin with. So with the Canadian chart, we do have Neptune on the ascendant in Aries. And so, you know, there is this sort of you know, new world vision thing happening. Uh, we have Pluto in the second house of our resources. We have Venus and the moon in Gemini um, in the third house and the moon represents people. So, um, you know, there should be a, more of a multiplicity than what I think, you know, astrologers in the last 50 years would have just, of course, pointed directly at the fact that there's French and English, but well, now <laughs> there's French, English, and a whack of, of Indian languages that are being retrieved. Yay! Yes, but I think also just the, the fact that Moon is in Gemini, we've had a lot of issues as a country that have focused on that English, French. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the fact that we just, you know, which is, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and hopefully we're going to be willing to, you know, include all the languages that got stamped out because we sent our indigenous folks to schools to stamp it out. And so that's, yeah. Anyway, uh, our son is like within minutes conjoined Uranus. So we are supposed to be a beacon of forward thinking and moving forward. And right at, and right at the foundation of the chart, it's yes. right con conjunct that uh, IC. It's, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Mercury, we have Mercury and Leo. So we could be very, you know, creative in our communication. We have Mars in Virgo. Yes, we can be of service. We can be motivated to be of service. Uh, which is, and the military is seen as being of service rather than um, very uh, warlike. Yeah, Mars. Well, yeah, that's the part of that Neptune on the Ascendant, I think, has always been, well, we're seen as the nice and the, and yeah. the peacekeepers. And, yeah. you know, yeah. Yes, we thought military, but they're peacekeepers. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, uh, but strikingly, we have Saturn in Scorpio. So how, who we tie our coattails to um, could get us into trouble because that is opposite uh, Pluto. And so there's, you know, there's this, um, do we own our own power and are we using it correctly? 
Um, and our power isn't in numbers, it's in resources. Um, hmm. Yeah, Pluto in Taurus. So the fact that I'm saying Pluto in Taurus, that gives us a like ding, 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 ding. <laughs> well, as I say, yes, but Saturn right now, you know, right now. Yeah. Okay, so let, let me read off the aspects that we're have just we've just got come through so um, where Pluto has been it's been sextiling our Chiron and ergo all of the found you know the finding of all the graves of the native children and stuff are hidden because Jupiter's in Pisces uh, in the 12th house of no we don't want to look at that and it's where the south node is but that's all been coming forward Pluto doing like Jill likes to say digging up the dirt and bringing it to the surface well and and, and not just that and all the issues I mean yes that yeah. they, there's been a lot of wounding on in many areas and yes that that all needs to be healed and yeah. Pluto's really focusing that attention Yes, uh, we've had Saturn sextile the Neptune. So is the reality of, of how we're um, being seen in the world because Saturn is transiting through our 11th house of, um, you know, what team do we play on? And, you know, are we living up to the image that we've put out there? You know, and, well, and, and I think that the image has has taken on a more martial quality to it well, right particularly at the moment. As it's, as it's squaring natal Saturn and which opposes Pluto. That's a powerful thing that yeah. Saturn wants. Yes. And through it the has, rest of this year, it's going to be even stronger. Yeah. And it has yeah. to do with finances and debt and all that kind yeah. of stuff. So, and actually the first square is has already passed. So Saturn squared our Pluto. Um, and will square itself. So the, the dates be for the both of those, one is February the 3rd, the other is February the 20th. Yeah. And so we're right in the crux of that Saturn-Pluto being natally being squared by Saturn. What's Saturn? Saturn is the reality yeah. of how we allow people to uh, not allow. I mean, even saying it that way is sort of yeah. antithetical to um what uh, aquarius is about which is people being their individual selves right and so oh, saturn and is a test of whether or not people are able to do that within the context of the country and as a nation we have that sun uranus conjunction which mm -hmm. which says we have to do that <laughs> we have to be individuals we have to have our individuality yes we have, yeah and the other thing with that is um oh shoot i lost my train of thought Hey, no. <laughs> <laughs> Neptune or Mercury hasn't even hit Pisces yet. We will not be accountable. <laughs> but also, Saturn rules our tenth house. It does. It We're does. And our leader and all that. Yeah, exactly. Himself account for it. So yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, a, this is a time right now. And, and oh, the other thing. Yes, I'm sorry, my train came back. Good. Um, <laughs> That date, February twentieth, happens to be the day of this the Pluto return, return first hit of the exact Pluto return for the U.S. So yeah, interesting how they're aligned like that. Well, say. yeah, yeah, because <laughs> we, I mean, we we're often seen as the mouse sitting next to the elephant, right? Oh, yeah. yeah, but I think that in some ways this year there could be moments when we eclipse the big changes down there because Uranus will conjoin our Pluto 
on May the 21st this year for the first time. It's going to do it more than once. And yeah. And so in terms of the uh, sense of our power comes through our resources um, and how we negotiate, how much we um, get in bed with everybody else vis-a-vis all those resources. I mean, we, I do believe Canada still holds uh, the majority of the fresh water on the planet. Yeah, and also because Pluto is so intimately connected to that Saturn. Oh, yeah. It's a close opposition. Um, You know, there's, who's who's accountable for all of that? You know, like who? who, Yeah, like have we even begun? Yeah, who's responsible for how that's managed and how much we share of it and, and who has control of it? And of course, with Saturn in Scorpio in the eighth, uh, we have to be very, very careful that we don't uh, give away the farm. Well, especially with um, it, Pluto being in Capricorn, it's like they're both, you know, it's a Saturn. Saturn in, ruled, yeah. Saturn and Pluto's sign and Pluto in Saturn's sign. So they're kind of hmm, stuff going on there with those, yes. <laughs> those two signs, all about money and, you know, control of the money and also you know, the corporate interests and yeah. all that stuff. So yeah, big stuff. Yes. And, yeah. and the plutocracy, because that's Pluto. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So I think we will um, periodically, probably even uh, for the month of April, we will drag out the Canadian chart, uh, not just the US chart, and see how yeah. these forces are, yeah, are impacting. Um, yeah, there's a great deal going on in the world. I mean, Canada has sparked something. Big. Yes, it has, which I think most Canadians kind of have gone, huh? Well, it is. <laughs> it, it's kind of, it's, it's inspiring and it's kind of surprising. Right? But yes. that's Uranus, right? Yes, yes. We do have Uranus conjunct with We've surprised, surprised the world and ourselves. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there you but go. But you know, our Mars is opposite Jupiter. Jupiter may be in the 12th. Yep. But Mars is opposite Jupiter. It has a lot of energy to draw on there. Yes, it does. It does. And it's meant to be of service. So, yes, yeah. And to, yeah. and to, you know, seek the truth and to, you know, because Jupiter wants truth. And mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, although we have taped this, and the comment that I'm about to make isn't actually going to be relevant when people listen to this. So, maybe I won't even do that. <laughs> Because that won't make sense. This isn't going to air until a week from now. Um, And I'm not in, again, as per usual, um, we've run out of time, but, and I really have no idea what we're going to talk about next week. (laughs) But um, we do have a topic for, yeah, Saturday. We do, but it's the Saturday that you've already heard because this isn't, yeah. Okay, so I just did a Mercury Pisces stream of co- <laughs> stream of consciousness, and my stream just went backwards and confused the heck out of me. You're in a time warp. It's okay. Yeah, it is. Okay, so folks, just a reminder: you have been listening to CJMP ninety point one FM Powell Rivers Community Radio Station. Um, so take care, Jill. I will see you in a couple of days and yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. Okay. Bye-bye folks. Bye.